I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Better stop dreaming of the quiet life, because it's the one we'll never know, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Marcus Beller and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. All right. And Pete Donaldson here. All right. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Welcome yourself, Marcus. Are you feeling all right? You're looking well. Thanks, man. As are you. Thanks. Like your get-up. Don't feel very well, so... um... Oh. I'll be oh. sniffing into the microphone a little bit later on. You should do it more often. You it's look a good, wonderful. It's a good start, isn't it? People are listening to this on their commute, getting ready to go to work. Oh, I don't feel very well. Yeah. Mm. Get a real job. They're worried now. They're going to pick up your germs. I disagree. I think Pete's getting down and dirty with those who are also ill. Okay. Yeah, exactly. relate. Solidarity. Fair enough. For those, for those of you who's uh, asthma- For those of the asthmatics amongst us. <laughs> for those, for of, those the of the asthmatics amongst us. <laughs> Who have had the flu jab and it's just kind of run out mm. and you just get a lot of flu. In Ghana, there are some <laughs> concerns, though, amid domestic football getting poorer attendances. Now, apparently attendances have dropped off quite a bit in the last 10 years with people preferring to watch Premier League games and, and on the telly and so on and so it's forth. It's a big problem in the world, over really that. Mm. It the is. The danger of the best league in the world. Mm. People are believing that. Yeah, mm. they will. Um, however... Help is at hand uh, in the form of Kwesi Niantaki, the head of the Ghanaian FA. He's got an idea. Mm. He believes, like so many people, that sexy girls are the answer. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> yes, we can. When are, yes, when are they ever can. not the answer, Marcus? <laughs> well, I would say. Is this guy lining up a FIFA presidential <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he said on radio recently, um, me... I have. Said, I love that start. Me, me, me. I have said this over and over again. We must let sexy ladies enter our stadium. So are they not letting them in at the moment? <laughs> I mean, that is quite bad. Sexy question. ladies, get out. Mm. It's well, one of those things you should be agnostic about. Don't, don't ban them. <laughs> yeah. let them come in if they want. Build don't the encourage sta- them. Build the stadium, and they will come. Yeah, mm. anything they should be rewarded. <laughs> <laughs> it should be equal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most of these men, when they hear um, the beautiful girls are coming to the stadium today, they'll all jump and follow them to the stadium. I mean, does not, that happen? I mean, that's no. not a good thing, is what it? I, what I not, love, not a great sentence, that, is it? What I love about that sentence, though, is in case you didn't understand it, he goes on to say, and they are going there purposely to, to see, see the, the ladies. ladies. Yeah. <laughs> all right! Yeah. I see these. That's, that's what you so get weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you boil it down and take away the sexism, the idea is still 
trick people into going to games. Because <laughs> yeah. when they get there, there's going to be a football match on. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah, oh, free football match as well. I thought we were going to the, the club. <laughs> <laughs> well, the football administrator of the Ghana NFE, um, Taki Achin, is backing um, the man who said that, saying, I agree, wherever you see flowers, there are bees. Jesus Christ. Honey to the bee, that's you for me. That's a bit of Billy Piper, yeah. Don't um, hear about her enough these days, That's very true, that's very true. But the man speaks from experience, though. He said, I remember when I was uh, watching one match, we bought some beautiful girls who were in nice jeans to the Sorry. stadium. <laughs> do, you, do you mean brought? Yeah, brought. I said brought. You said bought. Don't, very different. Well, don't highlight that. The listeners wouldn't have, you know, we could have just gone it's in It's not there. a schmog as well um, depressing acts and deeds, isn't it, really? The men in the stands went into a frenzy. Wow. Oh and what I love Screaming, about this... Screaming, tearing at their own skin. <laughs> oh, the love... sexy ladies are here, gents. The sexy <laughs> ladies are here. What I love about Arr- this is not only has he managed to degrade women, he's actually, and I don't know anybody who's ever done this before, managed to degrade men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How has yeah. he managed that? As you said many a time, it's all just a big <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no one's coming out of this with any credit, yes. apart from possibly us. Yep. Presumably because the opening question is going to be based around this. Well, it may—I <laughs> mean, that may or may not have influenced it. But uh, <laughs> if you could make the Premier League, or, or could make—if you would make the Premier League or any league or football in general sexier, how would you do it, Jim? Uh, well, what I would do. Um, is I would have like a catwalk for goal celebrations, mm. um, and obviously the catwalk would have to be set up very quickly, but almost like you know when they put the roof um, together at Wimbledon, and they have to try and do it really, really quickly. That's a lovely idea. Yeah. You could just so, do it behind one of the goals. Yeah, exactly. Like very, very quick catwalk, and the goal scorer, and you know his teammates, if they want, they have to just sort of do a sort of like kind of Zoolander style pose and mm. just just be sexy to well, celebrate. They and sort then, of already do that. Mm. Well, but exactly, this just sort of legitimises it yeah, a bit more. Formalises it. it. Yeah, absolutely, because mm. they're all doing it anyway. Yeah. So we might as well give them a literal platform for it. And um, at the end of the season, the team deemed to have been the most sexy by a point system I've not yet worked out. Maybe you could run it, Marcus, because mm. that's an absolute sham as well. Um, <laughs> uh, would get into Europe ahead of the Fair Play Award because, that, <laughs> frankly, that's boring. The sexy, the that. Fair Play, play should, you should do that anyway. Yeah. You, know, you shouldn't be rewarded for it. And the so. sexiest team of the season goes to, goes to yeah. Europe. That's so, what you know, like they, you know, like you... You go to Paris, potentially, mm. Milan, potentially. Why did I say that I proved that the point system in this uh, podcast is not a sham? Well, I, you, I, I you think, Jim, I see... I compete see. in it and can award yourself points. <laughs> but so finish, it is a sham. finish last, though. I see where you're going with this, because I think that you think, and I wouldn't necessarily disagree with this, that Arsenal have got quite a sexy squad and it's something they might actually I win. I think Olivier Giroud <laughs> is, uh, yeah. is going to, you know... Yeah, you've done all right there, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. 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 But, um, would that happen? Would that that would be the so they would? I think Giroud would be absolutely box office there. Wouldn't oh, he it? would. Yeah, standard. You can't yeah. argue with that. That's true. Yeah, that well, is very the only true. problem is he's actually got a score before he can take part in it. <laughs> <laughs> actually, he didn't celebrate at the weekend. He was very moody. Actually, he sort of struck a pose then, just a sort of lonely, moody existentialist Frenchman. He's so, just really, and that would work, wouldn't it? He's just really. I mean, obviously, it's fine to be French, but he's just really so French. French. Yeah, yeah, so French. Look, how would you make things sexier? Um, I'm going to tell you mm. before I do that. I'm going to say you're going to button um, up your shirt. No, I'm going to say I think I know. What Pete's going to say? Uh, uh, what? You I've, can't rehash an answer. No, I don't want you to say what I think you're going to say. What do you is, think I'm going to oh, say? Make, no, no, no. Make no. the players get off with each no, other. No, no, no. Well, hang on. That's we'll come to say. Pete in a minute. Okay, fine. Titty what? Tuesday. Oh, here we go. See, <laughs> is that your idea? Uh, no. <laughs> right. Okay. Wait your turn. <laughs> do you want to pad this out so you can think? I hate, to think, I hate to think what Wednesday's going to be. Luke Gordon. <laughs> um, I think that after um, every goal is scored, they should play a Barry White song. Oh. And nice. instead of playing the game on a grass pitch, mm. they should play it on a massive white rug. <laughs> <laughs> With a big fire bit. And the dugout should be fireplaces. fireplaces nice. yeah. Yeah, I like that. Like cool. a soft pond. Cool. 
there's nothing sexier than a white rug and a bit of Barry White. Yeah. And eventually, as well, the crowd would get into it and they, the, the Barry White songs would become chants. It'd be great. And you probably wouldn't even need the songs after a while. And the walls of love will live on. <laughs> and, all the, and all the TV cameras should have, like, um, kind of Vaseline over the lens to make everything really soft, soft focus. focus. like that. Beautiful. Yeah. Isn't, the, isn't yeah. the Premier League, although he's not in the Premier League currently, but isn't the Walrus of Love the Premier League's version? Big Sam Allardyce. <laughs> he, could, he could adopt the role. He could. He's got a lot of time on his hand. He's on Match of the Day all the time these days. Yeah. He's definitely got the time he to do it, a bit, yeah. of, bit the, of crooning. Yeah. The Walrus of Football really suits him as an expert <laughs> yeah, as well. It really does. That's a lovely one, Luke. Thank you. Mm. You're in contention. Appreciate it. Uh, Pete. Well, he should always be in contention, <laughs> you maniac. No, but that's how bad he's been. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I am still here, you know. All dog in the fights, speller. Absolutely. Oh, Only on a wild card, just yeah, a yeah. Go on, Peter. Um, Speaking the, of wild cards. The Slender Torn Stand. Okay. <laughs> no, I like right. this. I like you like a, a, a specialised stand? Free tickets to uh, those of, of us who are willing to wear those little belts that give you abs and electric shock. Yep. So every couple of seconds you just hear a load of men going, oh, oh, Pete, Pete, oh. Pete, when the goal goes in, they all get a shock. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, the opposing oh, yeah. team gets a yeah. slender torn. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a great idea. That, I'll tell you so what. So yeah, I mean, the worse you are, the fitter you get. Weirdly. Yeah, so that, exactly. Yeah. So, the, so the um, so by the end of the season, <laughs> rippling ad- abs left, right, and centre in the off the, the sea of abs in the stands, yeah. which is something that we're not used to. The sexy Poznan you could do. You could. Yeah. Um, Actually, no, that I would do be like, showing your back, wouldn't it? Uh, that wouldn't but work. you can have a good back. <laughs> you could have a good back. Yeah. The boys have got back. Yeah. Is what they chant. Mm. Um, that's excellent, Peter. Well done. Well Titty done. Tuesday. T- and, and that would just. Uh, Hopefully not be included. Right. <laughs> That's more of a Ghanaian FA. You don't get that many games on the Tuesday anyway. No? That's Champions League or in mm. the Football League. The Premier League don't play on Tuesday, so it's not too bad. No. And Willie Wednesdays, maybe. Oh, yeah. Come on. Um, get on with your answer. I'd, I'd get rid of Scudamore and Richards at the top of the Premier League and appoint Sven. <laughs> oh, my God. And the sexiness, the, the sexiness would just take care of itself. The sexiness will flow. <laughs> with, El sexor will flow. With one almighty fizzle-down effect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tell you what, I've got to say, chaps, these are possibly the best selection of answers that we've had for an opening question. I think we'll let the listeners decide. Points personally. all round. Everyone's got But them. not wow. me. No, fair Jim. enough. Well done, Marcus. Thank yeah, you. Well it's very selfish. Actually, all of, our, all of our answers could work together. They could. Mm. But there's no reason not they should. Exclusive. <laughs> for one mega answer. Yeah. <laughs> the white rug was particularly enjoyable. Appreciate it. Um, Right then, let's go to the Premier League. Manchester United, they beat Liverpool through on better. Oh, that first mm. half was sexy football, wasn't, wasn't it? it? <laughs> Probably one of the... I would say it's the worst <laughs> half of football this season so far. It's so But dull, what a great second it? half, though, in comparison. It made up for it. Did. So we're, at best, we're even now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We saw I, 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 I genuinely fell asleep in the first half. <laughs> you said it's a really good second half, only because the first half was so bloody dull. No, but it was, you don't was get a blast of wiping shit off your face, but there you? was <laughs> <laughs> The second half was recognisably football, which was yeah. an improvement. Yeah. There were some lovely goals in the, in the second half. Yeah, Blint got us off to uh, a, a good start a in the scoring. A textbook training ground manoeuvre. Yes. Mm. Very enjoyable. Teddy Sheringham would have appreciated it's that. It's nice point. when that stuff... It was a Teddy Sheringham-esque goal. It's nice when that stuff comes off, isn't it? It's, nice, well, it's anyway, satisfying it's, to watch. Sheringham yeah. would have been more in the box, but yeah, that's what the cutback from the corner and all. Especially because that team... Something that characterises themselves uh, them this uh, season is the fact that they do have trouble in training and they have meetings and summits mm. and things apparently like that. Apparently they have too Arguments. many meetings, apparently. Mm. Yeah, apparently Van Hout absolutely loves a meeting. Should we have a meeting about having too many meetings? Yeah, I've, worked no, for, that's... <laughs> I've worked for a few people like that. <laughs> like the bloody BBC, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I did enjoy Van Hout earlier on in the week um, when they, he admitted that they paid way over the odds for Martial and he justified it by saying, well, it's a crazy world we live in. Does <laughs> <laughs> he often justify that? Yeah. Put your balls away. Well, it's a crazy world we live in. I don't know why you're asking me. It's not my team. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair to him, it's actually quite a good strategy to just admit that it's mental. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, I, it just, I can imagine, it's not an issue now, is it? It disarms the accuser. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, De Gea, they've got him back on side, haven't they? Yeah. Four-year contract. Yeah, that was but a there'll surprise. there'll be clauses. Crazy world. Crazy world. <laughs> Indeed. That, <laughs> Do you think if so, Real Madrid have to pay like 70 million quid from in January? Yeah. But they were probably going to pay, well, I don't know what was going on. But he's there, he was in the side again. And they were all the better for it. Yeah, he, he was good as well. He was very good, Jim. Very good. Um, shame about uh, poor old Gomez for Liverpool. He's, he's had a good start mm. to the season. Well, I mean, West Ham, I think, all the, all the back. He has, he has had a good start to the season. I mean, but West Ham... Gave away the pen. West Ham were... They were all poor, really. But So it's unfair to single him out for that. But Assuming, I think the thing about right? Gomez is I wonder... When you... St- I mean, that's the first game he's played in where it's been like a really big... I mean, Arsenal, I suppose. But, I mean... Liverpool and May not is a fiercely contested yeah. game, and I think he, it, the occasion got to him a little bit there. Yeah, um, and it was a it was a poor decision. It was a really naive decision to, to give away the penalty there, wasn't it? And you often was, see with key. young players um, that have a really good start. It it's something like that knocks their confidence for ages, and they suddenly oh, it it's, it's almost like you see them think that their good form up to then has been a fluke. You, you see it all the time, yeah. and um, hopefully you'll be able to get back on track sooner mm. rather than later because he looked a real talent up to now. Yeah, certainly, Jim, certainly. He just uh, looks so strong for his age, doesn't he? That's composed. one of the most impressive things about him, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, what about old Benteke's goal? <sighs> Lovely. Herrera didn't fancy that, did he? No, no he really didn't. Not. I was thinking about that. I was thinking, yeah, yeah could he have done something there? Could yeah, he, he could have done anything but that. It, it, I mean, he span around so quickly, he was in danger of actually meeting the ball anyway. It was, <laughs> it was like he was saying, I would rather they scored. Yeah. yeah. I would rather they <laughs> scored than get anywhere near this. <laughs> But I think it was one of those situations where clearly he wasn't supposed to be marking Ben Sahe because he was playing like number 10 or whatever. Mm. And he's not, he's clearly not a huge presence defending set pieces. But the way the ball looped back in, he sort of found himself in that position. I, I think that to be, to be harsh, perhaps, you've you got to look at that from a defensive point of view and, and actually acknowledge that the ball was in the air for an awfully long time. And mm. if a centre back mm. of, of top quality is under that, that's going out. But he sort of goes, chances are, if he's going to do a bicycle kick, it's going to go over the bar. So he goes. He I'd rather not. I'd rather not stick my head into that. To he, played def- he played the. He played the percentages. The cowardly percentages. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Martial came on and scored. Oh wow! Yeah. What a finish that was. What an intro, Jim. It was superb, wasn't it? I mean, it, so many people said it before. You yes. know, we'd even seen him. Like it's like, oh, he's like the new Thierry Henry. But I mean, <laughs> have you ever seen such an Henry-style mm. goal scored by someone other than Thierry Henry? It's incredible. It was an Henri style finish, a really composed finish. There was a little, there's a little bit of, uh, there was a fortunate aspect there to was, it, yeah, the way it kind of like dribbled off his foot yeah. a little bit. But yeah, we'll give him that though. It was all right, wasn't it? Because it's a should. crazy world we live in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we look forward to seeing more of the young Frenchman, mm. um, uh, Brendan Rodgers. Is he under a lot of pressure now? They've conceded now. six. It, well, but more. I mean, they've conceded six in the last last two matches and they've three consecutive clean sheets at the start of the season, but. You do look at Liverpool, and the, the way they start the season, you think, okay, grind out results, then grow into the into the season. A bad home loss against West Ham, and then this one. I mean, away to Manchester United when Manchester United look possibly the best they have done all season. But mm. what, what do you think there? I think I think I think he is he is under pressure, and he's in a job where he's always going to be under a certain amount of pressure. Mm. But it's one of those weird things. Sometimes, for the, like with Manchester United, they've spent a lot of money, and they've and they've obviously bought players, but they still seem so obviously short in certain areas. Yeah. And I think Liverpool seem a bit like that as well. I think, you know, you take Henderson at that team, you've got no one... I mean, who's taking responsibility, you know, ultimately? And, 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 the most, and the most important um, aspect, I think, of the way Liverpool are playing at the moment is it just shows up, regardless, you know, overhead kick or not. The, the Benteke situation is very strange. The, the, I thought at the time them going after him was odd. They've never really played with that type of forward. Mm. It's almost like they knew he was available and they knew they could get him, so they just went out and got him. And they're not playing to his strengths at all at the moment. No. And so to play him for the middle, then you've got to play... 
You're playing Ings. Uh, I think Ings played off the left. Yeah, play, Ings odd. playing on the left is really, really. And then you've got just F- Firmino, who hasn't really showed anything at all yet. Uh, he started, didn't he, against United as well on that right hand side of that front three? Yeah, he looks a little clumsy, even. Which is it looks so imbalanced to me. And I think Rogers, Rogers has had a, had a weird situation since he's been managing Liverpool, where he managed Swansea, he did fairly well. People are like, he's clearly a good up and coming mm. young manager. And I don't think anyone would dispute that at the time. Mm. Since he's gone to Liverpool, I find it impossible to tell whether he's actually a good manager or not. <laughs> yeah, because every time you think, oh, he's actually got this sorted, got this together, he seems to massively drop off. Yeah. And well, then when you think he's, he doesn't know what he's doing, he seems to pull some results at the fire and they well, go on a bit of a run. Well, it's so difficult to pin mm. down. Somebody sort of gave him a little bit of an out by sort of saying, is this another transitional um, season? Oh, and to his, but to his credit, he, did, he just kind of like poo-pooed that and didn't even look we did to get results do you not think yeah but do you not think there's no way he thought he no he'd never get away with it to be yeah, quite no. frank but you just look at I just think the mentality of that team but bearing in mind like it's the cult of, uh, of Brendan Rodgers and it's all about psychology and it's all about you know being up for the fight and stuff when Manchester United scored their first goal, heads down. Everyone yeah, was just like, yeah. was, and maybe it's the fact that they've lost the, you know, the Carragers and the Gerrards of that team that no one's sort of going, come on, lads, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you this, you said like. that about Henderson, didn't you? you, you mm. Well, you look for that team and you think, given that Hunt Henderson's out, mm. you could possibly argue Lucas, possibly, but I don't know if he's that type of character. Apart from that, who have you got there who's, who's really taking well, you need some, you need some of those new players to emerge, don't you? And, and sort of, you know, just take responsibility themselves in the group socially, almost. And uh, and absolutely, as you say, take responsibility. But I mean, you know, we, we've heard so so much about Brendan Rodgers being a sort of, you know, uh, a, a psychological manager, almost someone who really sort of looks to to be a big thinker. But then, like. You're playing Danny Ings on the left wing. Why are you doing <laughs> that? Like that that's, that's basic. Uh, that's never a, expect that. Really, really silly thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> never expect that. Put yeah. him in net. <laughs> that's it. The element of surprise is crucial, Jim. Even I don't know what I mean. <laughs> not, not, yeah. least, not least to Danny Ings himself. <laughs> why has Ben Teke got a big form hand on? Oh, no. Why haven't you, you got you a big form hand on? If he Tell does, me about your dad. Why is he eating custard creams? <laughs> oh, who knows? Who knows? Sturridge could be back from injury reasonably soon if it's well, that, but then where do you play him that brings up uh, well on the right because Ings <laughs> is on the left everyone on the right <laughs> yeah everyone on the wings but that brings its own problems it does I mean, it's a serious point to be made it because yeah. Daniel Sturridge famously was kicking off and part of the reason he left Chelsea was because he kept playing on the wide yeah. wide uh, forward role and he uh, wanted to play for ben the middle not going to work anywhere else oh. You can't do and he likes his three kind of like forward players. Yeah, just make him play four four two, I, I, which he'll I, never do. Yeah. I know that it doesn't really mean much coming from me because I, I, I've got sort of a reputation for always sort of getting on Liverpool's back. But I do fear for them at this point. Mm. I think you know they they they've had. I mean that result against West Ham was disastrous, absolutely mm. disastrous. I, I, I wouldn't say I fear for them. I just it, I think they're just going to have a, a pretty typical Liverpool season. They'll, they'll sort of be you know sixth or seventh, and along. they will they will frustrate their fans a lot they won't quite get where they want to get and then it all starts again next season and well, that, obviously that sort of you know that kind of lack of progress is absolutely maddening for a fan and you know I support Arsenal so obviously I know all about that <laughs> and um, yeah I mean, it's, that, that's the real drudgery of it isn't it you can't see them making much progress mm-hmm. drudgery is the word Jim uh, we're going to talk about Liverpool's neighbours after this Hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. Stephen Naismith, super oh. sub, super sub, perfect hat trick. It was Jim. Stephen Naismith scored a perfect hat trick. <laughs> the, the sixth player in Premier League history to have scored a hat trick after coming on as a substitute. And then he scored like an insane percentage of his own goals against Chelsea. I thought you were going to say his own goals. I think it's probably about 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's probably a fair statistic, because someone like Frank Lampard, you'd say maybe he only got about 75. He loved the deflection. A lot, a lot, a lot of people have <laughs> about what real. Garth Crooks said. Did you see that? No. Garth Crooks. Um, Good old Crooksy. He, yeah, we haven't heard from him for a while. He piped up, on, I think, on the BBC website, or on, on Final Score, maybe. I can't remember. And he said, um, he basically went, oh, and uh, Stephen Naismith... He scored uh, one goal with his left foot, one goal with his right foot, and one header. And you know, I always call that a perfect hat trick. Like, <laughs> you call it that because that's what it is. Came of came of the defender. I always call up the own goal. Yeah. So. Oh, <laughs> walk out into the middle of the street, point up into the sky. I call that the sun. <laughs> yeah, we all do, Garth. Oh, Garth's yeah. great. That you get the hang of it. You get the hang of it. Yeah, you, you maniac. The, you're not new to this, Garth. <laughs> no, no, come on. But, but you're right, Luke. Like Nessa does like. Like I think you tweeted at the time. Look, look, he loves kind of like whacking the ball out to the wing and then running, busting his ass to get in the I'll say, I'll say, I've said this before about Stephen Naismith. We talked about it last season when he was getting a lot of stick from a lot of his old colleagues playing in Scottish football. I think I don't know, but I, I get the impression he's got a bit of a reputation as being a bit like the butt of the jokes and around a lot of players in Scotland. And Simon Ferry, who used to play in midfield for Portsmouth, Scottish mm. guy, now plays back up in Scotland. He said he tweeted something. Like, oh, I can't believe... I, I never thought I'd live to see the day where Stephen Naismith was playing in the jam role for a Premier League team, right? Because he was playing number 10 for Everton on that particular day. And a load of jam people, role. A load of people were tweeting it, retweeting it, and players were getting involved. And then what, what that sort of fails to realise is Stephen Naismith is, is the living proof that if you do the ultimate basic things properly, yep. mm. it can serve you well, even Absolutely. at the very highest level. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. as a forward player... Mm-hmm against a team who've got no confidence who aren't playing particularly well even if they're as good as Chelsea as cut, dropping short Marcus you know this getting the ball <laughs> popping it out wide, anybody, Luke. popping it out wide yeah. and breaking your net to get in yeah. the box and I'll tell you who else did it um, uh, Jamie Vardy did it for Leicester against Villa yeah. as well no, yeah. no coincidence he's an ex-non-league player who just does the basic things yeah. properly and Stephen Naismith proved that you can undo Chelsea by doing basic things very well well mm. Nottingham Forest won two European Cups on the bounce doing exactly that so you know <laughs> 
It's got some. It's got some credit. Um, a very different era, but I take oh, the point. Absolutely, yeah, but, but, point. but that's what Luke means, though, isn't it? It's harking mm. back to that time when the basics were a little more apparent. I suppose you might even say. But, but um, Chelsea look vulnerable from the from the wings, don't they? They're starting to. I, I saw Ivanovic chipping off last week, starting to say. I know I've not been in great form, blah, 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 but the forwards aren't defending. But it's not... a crazy world we live in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the forwards aren't defending at all, and I'm, I'm exposed because of that. Yeah. So that's not a great sign when you've got players breaking ranks saying that no. sort of stuff. Yeah. It, it, it didn't... <laughs> but it's funny he's had a little dig there at Diego Costa, because that's how it's... So it's Surely sense, you, it? can, yeah. you can look into that. And there's been reported problems, isn't there, between Mourinho and, and Costa. The Mail uh, reporting today that apparently after Chelsea wrapped up the league season... Um, or the league last season, sorry, uh, Marina gave the players uh, a few days off to celebrate before playing uh, Liverpool. Was it on the one of the last out, or certainly very, very close to the end when they drew one all? Mm. And Costa flew home to Madrid, took an extra day off. Probably thought, ah, I've had a good season. He won't mind. <laughs> well, he did mind. Uh, yeah, dropped understandably. him. Understandably, <laughs> yeah, dropped him for that game and. There's been suggestions that Costa's off-the-field activity hasn't been to the liking of what? Mourinho since, and there's been a bit of friction. Let me be... Let me be and sorry, just to, to, to sorry. finish the point, sorry, Luke, that, that, that Costa was seen probably by Mourinho as the man to replace Drogba. Mourinho would yeah. talk so affectionately about Drogba. He'd say, he's me on the pitch. He's like this warrior leading the line up front. And I think Costa was signed to replace him. And if things aren't going so well, and you know what Mourinho's like, if you're not getting in line, then, then you're off. I think, I think, and this might be sound, I don't mean this to come across as controversial just for controversial sake, but a large part of me thinks that Diego Costa is actually quite a bit overrated. If you, if you, look, at, if you look at the statistics of how he scored goals um, in his career, he's not a young man by any means. He doesn't and, look like a young man. <laughs> no. Well, no, I mean, he's, he's 26, 27, isn't he? Uh, I'm not, not entirely sure, but he's not, he's not coming through. He's not exactly like a prospect, is he? Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. So he's at the stage of his career now where he should be hitting his peak at the very least. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not going to get... I don't, think he's, I don't think it's reasonable to suggest that he's going to get better. Yeah. So, But if you look at the fact that he only had, really, one prolific season at Atletico Madrid, and that was the season before he came to Chelsea. A very but, prolific season in, in terms oh, he scored of like 30, what I think he scored 36 goals in all competitions. Of course, that's a great return. No one's, no one's arguing that. The season before that, I think he got 10 league goals. The season and, before that, though, he was playing second fiddle to Falcao and wasn't actually playing that much. But he's... Well, fine, okay, that, that's, but that, in a way, does that not fit into what I'm saying? Is yeah. it, how, well, how, the point how, is... How are we assuming, if that's the case, Jim, I'll take that point, completely playing second field to Falcao, understandable, but how are we now then assuming, based on one season, and admittedly a good season last season, where he scored 20 league goals, I think. He did have a good season Yeah, he did, year. he did, but that is still, at a premium, two good seasons in a career, and now we're asking him to lead the line of a, of a team who've got serious ambition to win the Champions League. I don't think that's acceptable, and I also don't think it's acceptable in light of his injury problems as well. I think people th- think automatically, because of the fee, and because he's played in some big games recently, um, that he's a fantastic striker, when I'm not sure if he is very top level, and that has also played out by his lack of goals at international level. You, yeah, I mean, you, that is certainly an argument you could make, but Didier Drogba, again, is a good comparison. He didn't really start to you know, produce his best football till he was about 25 and he had a similar trajectory um, and he remained consistent after that but, and, but the uh, point is different though what you're making and I know what you're suggesting but but Drogba took a little bit more of a run up at having a great career if you know what I mean by that and then and then he was off mm. whereas whereas Costa's had two good years and then seems to drop off you know he's, he's a, oh, se- he's a season drop off? he's a I mean, season like five games into a season he's a season better off if you like in terms of great years than Rocky Santa Cruz you know if you look at it like that I don't think I don't remember also I don't remember Drogba having certainly at Chelsea apart from one season a fair while ago I don't remember him having big injury problems 
Mm. You know, he played a lot of games for Chelsea. I, I, don't, I don't personally, <coughs> I don't personally categorise Diego Costa in the same bracket as Didier Drogba. Certainly not at this stage. But he had the. I mean, look, did, did he? Uh, Diego Costa is clearly a very, very good striker. He he also gets into a situation, Mark. Sorry to cut in, but mm. he doesn't help himself either. Yeah, he gets so caught up in this winning this battle type thing in his own mm. mind that he doesn't actually focus on the basic stuff. Mm. And I think that's what I was going to say. That the Costa is very, very talented forward. He's had two good years. He still could have a good year. I, I think that. Yeah, to suggest that maybe he's only got one or two good seasons in him. Oh, he'll go and score another 30 goals now, probably. Uh, yeah, yeah he'll be great. But <laughs> Gen- he, seems to to, he seems to want to play up to this kind of like really angry kind of um, character. Yeah. And it's Absolutely. just, and, and ignores the fact that you know, there's, there's been time this season, I know it's only very early in the season, where he's been tantruming and kicking and getting angry. Mm. When the, the, the game's happening around him, and if he just stuck out a leg, he'd get hold of the ball. And it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so just true. Play so football. But, mm. you, but you think the point is that Mourinho's, well, Simeone's wound him up and then Mourinho's had a little <laughs> another wind and he's got this this um out of control. This this fantastic forwards come into the club and try and bulldoze defences apart, which he has done to some extent. But then when the relationship's perhaps, if reports are to believe, broken down with him and Mourinho, he needs that aggression to be channelled and perhaps it's a little bit displaced at the moment. Mm. Well, I guess Chelsea, uh, displaced is a good word for that whole team because mm. they, they all look just confused. There's so many of them are playing so badly and John Terry, I mean, he got away with this during the game but did, did you see the back, back pass? pass? The back pass <laughs> was the fact that he got <laughs> away with that. That's the worst thing that's happened all season. That, yeah, that's outrageous. <laughs> and prob- and I'm, I, you know, I, I'm pretty good at kind of over-egging the emotional pudding, so to speak, but <laughs> goodness me, that was the worst bit of Over-egg unfair away. play. <laughs> I mean, like that is in a, in a basic level that is worse than like I don't know, like go on doing a foul throw. Yeah. Like, this is so basic. He jumped. He jumped in the air to uh, to pretend that he was jumping over the ball, and then realised that the the attacker was coming behind him. So he just stuck out a foot and passed it back to the keeper, yeah. and they, they got away with it. Yeah, I was furious about Clearly, that. Clearly, <laughs> furious. No need to talk in the past tense, you know. Um, but that, absolutely. But but Everton though were fantastic. Oh, John Stones in particular. What yeah. a game he had. Yeah. I mean, phased, was he? No, absolutely. I mean, he looks a big game player based on that performance. Mm. What an appropriate name for the young man yeah. as well, given given that I mean he he played a lot like a, a young Rio Ferdinand I think it's fair to say very tidy very uh, very very calm and assured like Cruyff turns in the Cruyff six yard box, in the box. <laughs> lovely old job. Chelsea yeah. what's but, going on but I mean the best thing about it that costing us a, a goal in the knockout stage <laughs> yeah. of a tournament yeah. but it's one of those things where it's like you know for a fact the, the best thing about him is he's really quick so it's like whatever he does whatever kind of skill if it doesn't come off you're like he's probably got the pace to recover so yeah. you might be alright you can see why um, the club didn't want to sell him even though even for a high fee mm. because the, the partnership he's got with Jaggy Elka could mm. last for for a little little while yet, and it looks very well balanced, doesn't it? Mm. You know, um, an enjoyable yeah, match, a very enjoyable match indeed. Uh, Leicester versus Aston Villa was very enjoyable as well. <laughs> yeah. I felt a little bit sorry for poor old Tim Sherwood. Can I please do oh. my favourite quite the weekend? Go on. I ain't never felt this bad ever. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, you, you actually made him sound too happy there. I was I was dying when I saw that. Clutch right again, then. Clutch right again. Was, yeah, go on. I ain't never felt this bad ever. No, it was, it was, it was, I, I never felt this bad ever. But there, was, there was no lilt in it. There was but no. You, you've got to get the yeah, right. You got to get the actual the right words because he says he uses a double negative. I ain't never felt this bad ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh my Very god! Enjoyable. I mean, what what really made me laugh about that? And I'm sorry, Villa fans. I know it's annoying when we keep. But digging I think Villa. But he, no, absolutely not. Yeah. We we've got no problem with Villa, but Tim Sherwood keeps being funny. But he's he, you know he. 
He is building a reputation, or seems to be planning to build a reputation, as someone who's a real motivator. Yeah. But if you're a Villa player and you see that, you're not exactly going to look to him as like your leader and the inspiration that's going to get you playing again when he's just sulking. But do you not think that's that's one of the problems with that managerial style, Jim? But he gets so caught up in it yeah. and almost tries to live every kick. And it's genuine. As yeah, well. it, it is. Yeah. He, he, he manages like a fan, which is obviously not... <laughs> Not, not ideal. Great thing, but I think I think the, the the problem with it is I think that Tim Sherwood also needs to take a bit of the responsibility. I mean, he thought the game was won, didn't he? Yeah. And, he and he pulled off uh, what's his name, uh, Carlos Hill, and uh, that changed it up a bit. I mean, that changed up like, the balance of their team, and they seemed to sort of. Of course, Leicester were going to come at them, and that Leicester team will always do that. But when the first goal went in, it had that feeling that you can't really describe, but you only know from watching football for a long time that mm. this is happening. And there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, it's just, but it's going to happen. Yeah, that, do you not think from from Sherwood's point of view, often they say managers will have a glass of wine or something like that after the game. If there's, if you are feeling as low as Sherwood would, surely the one manager you'd like to have a glass of wine with would be Ranieri. Mm. <laughs> but I can imagine that cheer Sherwood right is just in the bath with a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ranieri would cheer you right. Ranieri up. would be magnanimous as well. He's a good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh come on, it's not that bad. I've yeah. been down there. Yeah, 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 yeah. was good, wasn't he? Oh, he's he's like a player. world beater, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's so tiny, but yeah. he's so good, so tidy, and consistent <laughs> as well. Yes, yeah. that's, that's you know it's quite often we see players that, that come into well, the Premier League. From... If you think about if you think about the, t- the start, the team, the players involved in those two teams in that game, and it's no coincidence. That, of course, Morris has had a good start to the season anyway, but it's no coincidence that you've got in, in the shape of Aston Villa. I mean, they've got um, a Mavi playing at the back, <clears throat> and they've got um, I don't know if I rate Bakuna that highly, but a Mavi especially. He's an inexperienced. He's obviously a talent. He's a, he's a real real prospect. But with with that comes the fact that he's going to make mistakes. And when you've got a player like Mares who'll just commit defenders mm. all day, that is a nightmare for a young defender to have to deal with. That wasn't there um, that amazing vine where he just kind of like stopped the ball and three defenders yeah. just yeah. slid it on the almost, floor. It reminded me a bit of JJ Acocha in his play. Yeah. <laughs> He is one of those players. He's one of those players that we'll look back on 10 years ago and go, like, oh, I remember we had yeah, Mars yeah. and just be really, really nostalgic up. about oh, him. Yeah. But like Ranieri's basically, apparently, according to uh, the player himself, Ranieri just sort of says, just go on the field and do what you do. There's no yeah, point yeah. in me trying to make you mould you into a different player, just go and wow the crowd. I've got a bit of a bee in my bonnet about this Vine generation of football skills and stuff like that because that thing that did the rounds of Mares, mm. um, he actually gave the ball away after that. Yeah, he did. It's yeah. almost a bit like, <laughs> where do you want to cut the Vine off? Do you know what I mean? Because mm, you yeah. can make most players look really good if you do that I mean, there, was, there was a lot better instances of where Mahrez actually helped the team and, and helped them win than there was that particular well, the thing well the winning goal but it seems weird but what, just, to, just to tap into what I was going to say you know when a team goes 2-0 up in this, exactly the way it happened on Sunday and then Leicester got a goal back and we all, you all know what I mean I can't explain it but you all know what I mean it's happening mm, yeah. and, then, and the way it manifests itself is the smallest player on the pitch scoring a, a header against Bright. Uh, Brad Guzan mm. and you think that would never happen yeah, 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 the, yeah, the, the yeah. stars have aligned yeah. and the universe has decided the wind has changed yeah and that's going to happen would you say that the um, that, that Leicester City member of staff who celebrated oh it suggested that he uh, was Apparently rather pleased like that he was responsible happened. for it yeah, he was, was the conduit for it that was the equaliser wasn't it was that the equaliser yeah it wasn't even the winner oh my god he, he's the fan liaison officer there he's a bit of a local legend I think his name's actually Jim Jim there you go Jim Lester he's my favourite Jim imagine when the winner went and he turned into an actual firework because I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. know how you stop the celebration <laughs> for the equaliser. Oh, uh, Gokhan Inla 
plays for Leicester now. We haven't really yeah. mentioned that. That's very true. <laughs> I mean, again, like it's the pulling power of the Premier League now. What a signing that Jim is to replace Cambi Asso. No, but I mean, Inla's that much younger. Cambi Asso's basically just travelling now, isn't he? <laughs> Professionally. <laughs> when, I, when I saw that Super Sunday lineup, I thought, God, this is going to be dreadful. And to be fair to Sunderland and Spurs, they, they did pull yeah, through they, with that. They, <laughs> but, but Leicester and Villa pulled it around. Mm. Serene Sunday. Dessert, yeah, was, yeah, not, dessert was sweeter. BT Sport could, you know, could really, you know, ingratiate themselves with a lot of people by calling their Sunday football coverage just Sunday. Just no, it's Sunday. Well, just Sport Sunday. don't have a Sunday, Sunday football, do they? Yeah, but it's like when they buy it. Oh, for next season. season. <laughs> just call it Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, That'd yeah. be so funny. Yeah. Sunday. Yeah. I call it Sunday, Gaff Crooks. <laughs> <laughs> you know that day after Saturday? Just before the week starts again. <laughs> what, what I, I call I like to call week. it Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dearie. What about down at Crystal Palace? Pardon, oh, Pellegrini, we're at it again. We nearly yeah. saw a repeat of that wonderful sentence but that we cannot say. But it tapped into our theory. He stopped himself and he made himself shake hands with him. Yeah. He's massively gone for that England job yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought about this actually about Pards for England and I thought if he's not offered it because of uh, you know the aforementioned incidents on, on the podcast and other uh, he, won't, he won't not get it for that um, but I thought who else would be in the front I thought who else is waiting in the wings right now who's, is this going to be Sven again no 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 who's currently out of a job who's just enjoying a bit of the limelight making sure we all remember he's there and so on Big Sam Big Sam yeah, the, the, the walrus of football yeah if I was to if I was to put my Morstradamus hat on again I would say <laughs> Alan Pardew may be issuing an assassination towards the end of the season a man's going to get in the way of him getting his dreaming a job and that man may be Gary Monk Ooh. I think Monk mm. might be nah, a bit Monk young will, yeah, yeah he'll, he'll never go he's, surely it'd be a waste of him now. But, but let's talk about Manchester City winning at uh, Palace Yaya Toure which of course um, his, his challenge on was it MacArthur mm. that was the, the incident that made Pards have a go at, it was a dreadful um, challenge he should have been off shouldn't yeah, he, he should yeah. Have. but then should Scott Dan have been sent off that was a purple card wasn't it there's one of those <laughs> <ones> <laughs> yeah. so well, certainly not a green card no, not a purple card an orange card sort of in between yeah yeah because it was it, it seemed it was one of those situations where a yellow seemed too lenient but a red might have seemed it was Malicious. Do you think it was? Yes. It's crazy well, wasn't it? Look how, yeah. Because <laughs> I think it, the, how high the, it was up. It, in, it was very high, but the studs weren't up. No, but so yeah, it's, I mean, it would have been pretty impossible to catch Aguero with his studs there. Well, maybe. Um, but uh, but the young uh, Ianacho is it? Um, came Ianacho, off the yeah. That was a classic example of defenders being um, being sort of tired and on their heels, and then a young no. sort of up for it striker who's instinctively mm. good just nips ahead of them it's happened so many times before I felt sorry for Crystal Palace actually because I gave a good account of them they could have won it on another day I mean it was it Gale who went very close yeah. but that Pardew said they beat City last season at uh, Selhurst Park and he said actually he felt their performance on the weekend was better mm. and they did play very well and uh, mm. you know Champions League we reckon for Crystal Palace this season <laughs> yeah. 100% um, record for City as well indeed yeah a couple of good wins for the newly promoted side Norwich and, and, and Watford yeah. uh, beating Bournemouth Swansea Norwich, really poor actually yeah that was yeah. a very the goal surprise. they conceded was really poor yeah, I think indeed. the thing is like, with, with a team like Swansea I mean they're 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 very ambitious, aren't they? They are sort of their fans are thinking we can maybe go for the Champions League here, like have a sort of cheeky bid. Um, but, yeah, I know what you mean. But you know, so, they will lose games like that because they've yeah. got to get the basics right. They yeah. said, I think there's an element they just they lose sight of the basic stuff. And that happened against Sunderland, where they should. I mean, they they yeah. only got a point there. And mm. they've been undone against Watford, and they were disappointed. And that goal they considered was really unforgivable, to be honest. Uh, but good win for Norris, though. Houlihan yeah. playing his best football, probably. Oh, he's he's superb. His shin pad. What was that about? I think, yeah. he's, I think he's 33. He is 33. Yeah, he's so so much older than I thought he was. Yeah. Hot lips. Mm. Uh, but Hot Matt, lips, Matt really. Jarvis, nice to see him there. Yes. yes. Debut goal, was it? Brilliant goal, it was, yeah. Superb finish. And Jerome getting his first goal back in mm. there. Bournemouth do look a bit out of their depth, don't they? It's It's a shame. Do you think? Yeah. 
Of course. <laughs> what? Got spanked 3 1 by yeah, Norwich. They beat West Ham. I know they did, but you know. They're unlucky not to get a point. I mean, something yeah. to say they're out of their depth. I think, yeah, I, I, think they, I think they could be. I don't, I don't mind the bold statement. I'm letting him have that. <laughs> I don't mind if that's what he thinks. All right. <laughs> um, uh, now then, here's a bold statement for you. Coming up, we're going to be talking about the Scottish Premiership. The Hearts lost. Hearts, they, they did lose again against Inverness Cali. It's, it's not good, but Aberdeen did them a favour. The mm. dandies. The and dandies are having a... What, six wins out of six. And I tell you what, with that win against Celtic, when they were down to ten men, they've blown it wide a bit. It's a three-horse race. Yeah, the, the Aberdeen manager after the game said it's, it's actually good for Celtic that we beat them because, you know... It's going to be good for them to have a title race on. Wow! Yeah, gigantic <laughs> licks. <laughs> yeah, damn yeah. right. Well, Aberdeen are definitely in the running with can Hearts I, and Celtic. Can maybe. I just pull pull something into your into your focus, Marcus, that you may not be aware of? Go on. The dandies head to Tynecastle on Sunday. They do. Mm. Come on, come on! <laughs> what a what a clash for all the ages. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Godzilla versus Mothra yeah. in Scotland. <laughs> I think um, I, I think Hearts have got. Um, They've got uh, that's right. Aberdeen at home and then Celtic away. Yeah, big big fortnight. For this him. is this is where it, this is crunch time now mm. in the Scottish Premiership. This could shape uh, <laughs> the next you know a decade. Shape, I think this could shape Western civilization. <laughs> <laughs> this goes beyond. We're, we're getting to the stage now where the Scottish football is almost transcending the sport. You could say the clashes are so big. <laughs> uh, one man transcending the sport is Cristiano Ronaldo in Spain. Mm. Yeah, he got a glut. He got a. He got a. In fact, I don't think. I think a glut is. I I look at Ronaldo and think he got a. He got a shoal of goals. A shoal, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just so many of them. Yeah. This is getting. Well, it is ridiculous, and it's bloody one. We are living in great times, people. Two hundred and thirty goals for Real Madrid. He scored in La Liga, overtaken Raúl's tally of 228 he's done it in 347 fewer games my goodness he's posting he's posting well over a goal a game isn't he 1.13 yeah. One One yeah. absolutely incredible I mean, 347 there were, fewer games there were, there were, people before this season Raul, started saying Raul is not an also ran player are they? <laughs> if, you, if you scored 230 goals in 347 games that would yeah. be decent yeah it's amazing <laughs> But you, you, I'm, I'm sure that Messi's only got 260 La Liga goals. I'm sure you, 287. Say, okay, yeah. My, my, uh, I looked it up earlier. and It's a 260. So I'm a bit confused about that. I thought, okay, I think the BBC were going with 287. But when I was looking it up, he's I, obviously been playing in La Liga a few more years. Here's something enjoyable though. Say when, it. when I was looking it up, uh, there was a list of the top scorers in La Liga by season. Yes. Right. right. And the list from 2001 onwards is absolutely fantastic. Go on. It's just such a great list of players that we all love. Go very, on. very affectionate for. 2001, Raul, we've mentioned. Yep. 2002, Diego Tristan. Oh, oh. ex West Ham. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 2003, Roy Mackay. Oh, yeah. Roy Mackay. Deportivo. 2004, the, the big one. The big one, Ronaldo. Yes. Uh, 2005, Eto and Forlan. Sharing Ooh, good. it. Wow. 2006, Eto took it again. Uh, 2007, Van Nistelrooy. Yeah, yeah. 2008, the lesser spotted Danny Guisa. Danny Guisa! <laughs> forced his way into the Euro 2008 yeah. score for Spain. Then he went to Turkey. Yeah. And then 2009, back uh, back to Diego Forlan again. Brilliant. What a lineup. That's <laughs> a great who's who Magical. strikers, isn't it? Yeah, oh, goodness. Very enjoyable. Lovely old job. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Ronaldo. My goodness. Um, and Barcelona, they beat Atletico 2 1 away. Messi came off the bench to oh, win the Oh, the reason the match. I stopped at 2009, by the way, is because ever since then it's just been Messi, Ronaldo. Yeah, Messi, we really yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Uh, but good win for Barcelona. But Torres, he scored for Atletico. He opened yeah. the score, didn't he? He did. Mm. Lovely run from Torres and, and good finish. It's just great to see him. 
Yeah, scoring I'm enjoying his football, having a good, having a good mm. time. Shame that they, they didn't get something out of the game, but uh, Barcelona will do that. The, to you. the thing with Torres at Atletico Madrid, it feels to me like because when he was at Chelsea, it felt to me like right, he's doing, he's done his homework. Now he gets to enjoy himself. <laughs> now he gets to go out and play with his friends. <laughs> yeah, uh, have yeah, a good yeah, time yeah, again. Yeah. And any yeah. goals, just it's kind of. It's not that much expected, certainly from from an English fan's point no. of view. So when it goes, in, oh, hey, great start, yeah, yeah, great excellent, start. lovely. It, it does remind you of quite how brilliant he was um, at Liverpool in his first few seasons. It was he phenomenal, was absolutely. Yeah, phenomenal. because he didn't he didn't really have an amazing scoring record before no. then. It's just when he hit Liverpool, his game at that particular point seemed to suit the Premier League so well. Mm. They just kept scoring. Yeah. Just kept scoring. He did. Scoring all them goals. Um, let's go to Serie A, where it was a Milan derby. Mm. It's such a shame, isn't it, that. Oh, was there a Milan derby? Yeah, I know. It used to be yeah. one of the biggest games in world football, but Inter won it 1-0. Freddie Warren with the with a lovely taken goal, and, actually. And um, Super Mario came off the bench, didn't he? Could looked get, very sharp. Couldn't get a goal, though. Yeah, he was unluckey. He hit the yeah. post, and yeah. uh, he, he looked quite inspirational when he came on. And if he continues in that vein, then actually we could see Balotelli among the goals and, and doing what he does best. Yeah, but I think, I think there's an element that he will hit the ground running at a new club, and yeah. he does lose interest very... Mm. I mean, apart... Not I'm with, hopeful. Notwithstanding that there's a, there's, a, there's a tournament in the summer, so he might try and force his way into that. Um, but I, I wonder whether he's going to lose interest. Well, that's the question, isn't it? The question is not over his ability. It's a, uh, the application, application of that ability. Course, but it was yeah. good to see him getting right in there and he, and he really gave a damn. Mm. And hopefully, as I say, that will continue. To play devil's advocate, though, Marcus, I mean, if you can't get up for a Milan derby, you know, I mean, what, mm. what are you doing it well, for? Uh, well, the media can't. <laughs> you know? Actually, apart we can't. From, apart, really. from us, apart from us, we're trying over here. <laughs> Juve, uh, they got their first point of the season at home to Kiev. Incredible, strange sentence. Really they play Man City in the Champions League this yeah, week. Yeah, well. which is that's that's a really interesting game. That potentially because obviously City have, have underwhelmed so much in Europe, and I, I think that's probably something that haunts them a little bit. And obviously, Juve had, had such a terrible start to the season. But like, if Juventus win, what will that do to Man City's psyche? You know, maybe maybe that will knock some confidence. Yeah, and, uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll see that. In I just league. like a sort of booth on Judge's his hundred and fiftieth cap in the week, and then he goes back to Juve, and he's like, oh, "Fuck's sake!" He's <laughs> 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 sixtieth clean sheet from the national team. <laughs> oh, <laughs> lovely stats. Sorry <laughs> um, about that. They were saved by um, DiBala, who uh, scored a dubious penalty. Mm. Um, he's nicknamed uh, La Joya. I think that would be or spelled La Joya, obviously, mm. but with the old Spanish, uh, the Jewel. He's nice. nicknamed the Jewel. Nice. It's quite a nice little name in there. Could be, uh, could be a player. In uh, well, he already is. <laughs> he um, literally is. Well, he's he's one of those ones, and we've time and time again from Argentina. Oh, he's in that mould of Messi, Aguero, yeah. Pastore, da, 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 yeah. and you go and hopefully he'll uh, go on to fulfil all that massive potential. Uh, let's go to Mexico before we we do the highlights of the week. Now, I can't remember if we mentioned this before. We may. I feel like we spoke about this. Former, we definitely have spoken about it. Before. Right, former Mexico player Blanco going for a position of mayor in the town of Cuernavaca. Yeah, uh, he retired at the age of forty-two towards the end of last season. Too young, I thought. Yeah, I mean, too he, soon. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> man's got a rest. Yeah. <laughs> he um, so obviously he won the mayoral election a couple of months after retiring this mm. summer. But it emerged recently that instead of submitting a CV for the role, he just copy and pasted his Wikipedia page. <laughs> Didn't stop him winning. <laughs> Didn't stop him winning. How bad citation needed? <laughs> yeah. How did the interview go? Uh, have you so got a CV? So. I've never had to have one. Yeah, <laughs> Will this do? That is, scoring that is record on it. Genuinely what must have happened, isn't it? Like, oh, either yeah, that yeah. or it's a really arrogant thing where it's effectively him just going, do you know who the hell I am? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, you played in all those World Cups, I see, yeah. Maybe there are no other candidates. True. Well, I can think <laughs> of. You could have printed the Spanish oh, version. A Wikipedia article is still a bit, is a bit like a CV. 
It's it just, the same yeah, it's, yeah. it's just uh, the, the public have done it for you. All you got to do is add a uh, driving license full clean on it. Yeah, and you're away. <laughs> so you're saying Blanco's a pioneer. Yeah, he is. His action in what Wikipedia is maybe there for. It's cost savings. No one has to do a CV anymore. It's just <laughs> yeah. a Wikipedia page. Serves the same purpose. Lovely old job. Put that on LinkedIn. Shall do. Now it's time for highlights of the week with Luke Moore. Hi, everyone. It's me over here. Hello, Luke Moore. Are you going to say hello back? I have. Yeah, hello. To you. Sorry, I just had a drink of water. Hiya. All right, Pete. Get on All with right. it. Um, I got an email this week. Oh, bugger oh, me. Congratulations, is, mate. That's all right. Well thanks. done, mate. This is a very good one. This is from uh, Mark, who's an Everton fan. We get emails all the time. He says, um, Hi, Luke. A bit too long to tweet this one, but my highlight came uh, during our 3 1 drubbing of Jose Mourinho's Chelsea at Goodison <laughs> Park. Clearly, Everton fan. He says, At one point in the first half, there was a chain of, I think, three headers in a row. Kone to Lukaku, Lukaku to Naismith, and then back again, or something similar, uh, in the Chelsea area. And one chap sat behind me said, Look at us! We're like the Harlem Globetrotters! They'll bring a sea lion out next! <laughs> <laughs> That's lovely! <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah, and, and then he goes on to talk about Naismith's uh, perfect hat trick, um, as, as, as termed by Garth Crooks. Mm. We've done that. So, uh, <laughs> that that's a very retro uh, it's, a great, it's a great thing reference. to have yeah. I saw the Harlem Globetrotters once. Did Murray, really? Murrayfield Ice Rink. For those oh, really? Really? Know Presumably they covered the ice over. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very good team, mate. I was broken ahead. That was truly spectacular. Any highlights on the Globetrotters? They hammered the Washington Generals. Those Generals, man. They yeah. get, never going to get anything. The whipping boys. What have I got here? I've got a dig from Louis Van Hal. Interesting, Louis Van Hal. Yeah, definitely. This is from Colin Bowman. He says, my heart of the week is Louis Van Hal saying, for me, Liverpool are a fantastic club because I've won every game against them. <laughs> <laughs> does not give a shit. Very, very giving. Brilliant. Very giving. That is brilliant. Does not give a shit. Um, what's this? This is one from Daniel uh, Lienz. He says, I explained to my girlfriend that Gary Cahill was wearing a mask because modern players need a gimmick to increase sponsorship deals <laughs> and engage young fans and Gary Cahill loves Batman. Gary. <laughs> he doesn't say whether she believed him or not. I presume she yeah. didn't. Yeah, yeah. But I still enjoyed it. Um, Liam O'Conn says, or at Liam the Eagle on Twitter, my highlight is Alan Pardew. If the man was in Serie B, he'd be showered in green cards. <laughs> we'll agree nice, with that. And nice. I'll finish off with one from uh, Gary, uh, uh, from Robert McDowell, sorry, who's quoting Gary Neville. He said, my highlight was Gary Neville commentating uh, during the Man United-Liverpool game saying, the counter-attack was on there for United, Schweinsteiger, Fellaini and Matter, but none of them can run. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually is, is actually quite fair. Yeah, it's not a bad point. That is a fair. My, my highlight from well last week, but um, a week since we we met, I believe, Matteo uh, Vitaioli scoring San yes. Marino's first away yeah. goal since 2001. The rasper of a free kick. Mm. Keeper might have done better, but that's fine. The power. Yeah. What a celebration! Oh that's my goodness, joyous. pile on. Those are the footballing moments we live for, ladies. I, I think right? the people who get on the back of international football just plan that. Piss off. Yeah, that means <laughs> that means an awful lot yeah. to an awful lot of people. But it, it just an awful lot. People. It does bear the question, like, why haven't you done this before? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. We should score more often. Yeah. <laughs> Have a go. It's bloody good fun. Sadly, yeah. they couldn't hold on for the point. No. That was always going to happen. Um, I've it? got another highlight of the week. I, I, just to, oh, before on. we move on, I think that was always going to happen because they genuinely exhausted themselves celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, you've got you to take those moments, yeah, yeah. haven't you, and really rinse them. And, uh, part, there was about three pylons going on at yeah. one point. It, p- players from the bench, all sorts. <laughs> <laughs> People running from San Marino to, <laughs> to <laughs> the entire <laughs> population. Was there? So, <laughs> so, so I lock up. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! But uh, there was a little story from Romania, not including Bakali, who um, has offered to uh, to to 
Fuck thousand, off. No, no, a thousand no. refugees you're talking about, yeah. take them in. Yeah. It's a trap. I was going to say, <laughs> if, if, yeah, that's not what yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lef said about Just that. Just be careful what you wish for. <laughs> to, to work in his hate mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, a mayor of a small town in Romania, he was intro- uh, introducing the Just new coach. Just a small town mayor. <laughs> <laughs> he was introducing the new coach to uh, Timisora, I think it's pronounced, um, to the, uh, the coach to the press. And... Uh, <laughs> A rare piece of brutal honesty in the world of football. Saying about the, the newly hired coach, uh, well, he wasn't the first choice, to be honest. We couldn't get the one we wanted. No offence. <laughs> <laughs> lovely. That's lovely. It's, Not like got, it's like we got painted to the Rams. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Get out of my studio. <laughs> Banter. My, uh, my, my highlight of the week was definitely um, the commentator on Match of the Day calling Vinnie Jones a Hollywood bad man. <laughs> Not a Hollywood hard man. That's what, that's what he usually gets. A Hollywood bad man. You see, um, Vinnie Jones, he lives in LA now, and uh, mm. he was recently lamenting immigration, saying that England is not the country he grew up in. Yeah. Much like Wales. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I had a highlight. I watched the Anthony Joshua fight on Saturday night, and he's an Arsenal fan, I think, and a load of Arsenal players went um, backstage or went to the dressing room to sort of celebrate with him or whatever. And um, they Instagrammed, I think, Alex Oxley Chambers. Of course they did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they do. I don't know if you've seen it, but did you... I mean, I don't know how this happened, because... I mean, well, I do know how it happened, because presumably Carl Jenkinson is still friends with all the Arsenal players, he's only on loan. But did you see what he was wearing? He was wearing one of those... Um, it's really hard to explain, but almost like a, a massive brimmed hat. Like, it's like... I well, genuinely like a I'm, I'm lost to explain it. Imagine, imagine like a bowler hat nice. with a massive, like... Eight-inch brim, mm. and he's right. standing like a ten-gallon hat. But yeah, yeah, sort of, but not like a Mexican version, like a black version. Uh, but the thing is, the thing that made it really like weird. A Quaker? Is like, you're sat there looking at it, going, "That's Carl Jenkinson." I mean, he, he's not a cool footballer. Why, he's, he's why not, is that hat in Carl Jenkinson? <laughs> and all the others are dressed up in nice like suits and um, and stuff, and he's wearing like skinny jeans, a massive oversized shirt, and this. A phenomenally sized hat. <laughs> I can't explain it any better than that. Did he sit in the auditorium and watch the match? Uh, watch the match. Watch the uh, boxing Inconsiderate. match. Inconsiderate. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's like a boxing promoter. They're all very flamboyant people. <laughs> he's doing it on the side. He's at West Ham now. A few sort of, you know, it few is, illegal fights going on. Jim, you're an Arsenal fan. I think it might be one of the highlights of your season. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yeah, uh, uh, actually, I don't a... think there's going to be any highlights of my season. Because <laughs> personally, uh, let's. I never felt this bad ever. <laughs> let's have a website roundup. Uh, yes, from the always excellent Kelly Wells. She says offerings from the football round. Well, this week include uh, Lionel Messi redefining the parameters of divot blaming, uh, Kelly herself acknowledging the enormity of Wayne Rooney's international achievement by not being sarcastic about it. Good effort, Kelly. Well yeah. done. Um, Natalie Imbruglia and David Armand performing a tribute to Stephen Gerrard's penis. Don't know what that's all about. <laughs> Um, and Cristiano Ronaldo breaking all of the Real Madrid records. Brazilian Ronaldo cruises past on a Segway. <laughs> Burning Man. And no not, and not no a less. single fuck was given. That <laughs> uh, yeah, so you can follow Kelly on at Kelly underscore Wells with an E W E L L E S. That's the footballroundable.com. Mm. Absolutely. Any more for any more. Uh, this weekend, Absolute Radio welcomes a true legend to the station. Barry Davies is going to be oh, the commentator. Yes. Wow. The Big rock buzzer. and roll football. My giddy old. So, um, for the uh, Swansea versus Everton match. Oh, Barry Davies. Oh, Barry. Ray Alton's going to be on as well. That's exciting. What a wow. contrast to the previous commentator. Yeah. <laughs> I almost feel embarrassed to be involved in Absolute um, Radio. It's a shame that Pat Bonner's not on because he could just constantly go to him going, Oh, oh Pat, Pat Bonner. Every, every what link, do you think? Every link. It's getting boring. <laughs> Now, Barry, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. Ray Houghton bought me a pint once. He's a nice fellow. Yeah, well, I imagine he's, he was my crush when he scored against when he lobbed um, Paliuka in the uh, '94 World Cup. Oh yeah, that being my first World Cup memories. Mm. Is that your highlight of the week? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
We're out and... Uh, <laughs> it's a crazy world we live in. Uh, right, if you want to get in touch, the uh, email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is... Uh, at Football Ramble. At Football Ramble. At Football Ramble. Sorry. Um, Fat test. And then, uh, you know, the drill, the Football yeah. Ramble.com. Yeah. It's all there. The drill, at drill. Instagram, Speaking of... Um, Bebo, MySpace. Yeah, and also, if you are in the West London area, Marcus is available on Tinder. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, at he's not got much on, so just go for it. Do you think that puts some pressure on me, Jim, to actually get on Tinder? Yeah. Well, swipe, I don't know. Swipe right. You tell me, mate. I've no idea. Um, on behalf of all the listeners, this is making me really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye, Jim. Bye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Bye. Yeah, that's goodbye from me.